Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today. Six minutes past six o'clock. Got an hour, just excuse me there, to talk about some really important stuff. Boy, the yo-yo on Measure 114 continues. Get into that today. We'll also talk about. Um, remember, I, I, you know, <clears throat> I think as many of us expected that Herschel Walker lost uh, the race in the Georgia Senate race, and now gives Democrats fifty-one vote advantage over Republicans at forty-nine. That's significant. It is significant because now. Even if Joe Manchin and Cinema, uh, who's the, the other senator from Arizona here, fuck up and don't want to participate in what we are probably going to see happen. You'll probably see stories about it tomorrow, so just mark my words. There's going to be a push. This is my prediction to you to do a whole bunch of things after the first of the year. Now, they can't do it now. Or they might try to do it now. It sort of depends. After the first of the year, when the new Congress takes um, its place, what will happen is a number of things will be on the 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 list of the wish list of bills that will want to come out of the Senate. Now, the saving grace is that we have a House now that's going to be controlled by Republicans. Amongst that wish list is packing the U.S. Supreme Court with more judges. Amongst that wish list would be also doing away with the entire filibuster period. And they will have the numbers to do all of those things after the first of the year. They can't really do them now, except with the current 50-50 tie the way it is. The vice president, Kamala Harris, breaks that tie. And they could, I mean, they've been self-imposing a limitation here. Let's just be honest. The limitation is that they didn't want to create controversial um, bills like packing the Supreme Court and so forth because they can't get over the filibuster. Now, they can get rid of the filibuster, except they would have to get over the filibuster of a bill getting rid of the filibuster. You follow me? Now, Kamala Harris can break ties but they have to get over the 60-vote filibuster. There aren't enough Democrats currently. Now, they can change the filibuster requirement with a simple vote. They'll have the numbers to be able to do that after the first of the year. 
it would not take effect in essence because the, the house is not going to pass it so it would come over to the the house and die subsequently anything that the house does is going to go over to the senate and die so you're going to have <clears throat> you're just going to have stalemate i guess for lack of, of a better term now is that bad or is it good if Congress can't do much of anything that's highly partisan. Is that good? Is that bad? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Yeah, yesterday, after the federal judge... And I've got emails about this, and I'll read you a, kind of a lengthy one from one of our listeners. But the federal judge in the federal lawsuit did not um, agree with any of the assertions made in the temporary restraining order request from the Oregon Firearms Federation and the other group. But the judge did agree to give the state 30 more days only on the provision of coming up with a permit process. Which, as you know, on Friday last week, they said they could do it by tomorrow. And then Sunday night, they said, no, we can't. We need 60 days. Mm, Which prompted Lars to say, well, they're lying to you. They knew it all along. They couldn't get it done. And he's probably right. But think about this. Then you have a Harney County judge over there in gun-toting country. That's like Burns. It's out there in the middle of wonderful nowhere where people live free and don't worry about government influence generally. Well, that judge, which is a, is a state-appointed judge, put the entire Measure 114 on hold and with good reason and made good arguments as to why. And that's because the lawsuit... That lawsuit was brought forward at the state level by Gun Owners of America, their foundation, Gun Owners Foundation, and two Harney County gun owners. Here's what is going to come out of that. Already, the Attorney General of Oregon has said they're going to appeal this immediately to the Oregon Supreme Court. And they can. You have to remember the Oregon Supreme Court has been completely replaced by Kate Brown, all seven members. In that little scam we've covered many times, you know, the Supreme Court justice who's there, even though they're elected, they have a conversation with governor's office and they say, well, we're going to resign. I'm going to resign early before my time's up. And that then gives the governor under our Constitution the ability to appoint a replacement. So Kate appoints a replacement. Now, I was part of a group that uncovered part of this scam uh, about three, maybe four years ago, in which Kate's own lawyer who worked for her, government lawyer who worked for her in her governor's office, all of a sudden was elevated to a judgeship on this Oregon Supreme Court without any consideration of anybody else. They just decided to do it. I called attention to that. Did public records requests. uh, And all of a sudden, the news stories that came out about it caused this guy to withdraw his name, as he should have. 
because it's they don't want any more attention on this scam that's been going on now a long time. And it happens in the Court of Appeals, too. But anyway, the judge's order striking down in Harney County, Measure 114, in its entirety, the whole thing, putting a temporary restraining order and giving the state 10 days to come up with reasons why it shouldn't is immediately being appealed. And probably today is my guess, since it goes into effect tomorrow. Today's Wednesday goes into effect on the 8th. By the way, this is December 7th, as you know. This is the day that we will always remember Pearl Harbor in 1941. So December 7th is today. Tomorrow will be the at 12.01 tonight, which is technically tomorrow on the 8th, Measure 114 will go in, into effect. If the Oregon Supreme Court strikes down this judge's ruling, now, what's interesting in one of the stories I read about this is a guy that I actually know is a law professor in at Lewis and Clark Law. And he teaches law to, to students. And he made an interesting point about this, that there actually is a particular, a particular prior court ruling that ought to give the Supreme Court, the Oregon Supreme Court anyway, some hesitation in just doing away with the Harney County judge's ruling. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. My guess is that all happens today. So stay tuned for that. In fact, Oregon Firearms Federation has an interesting piece today called, that was actually came out late yesterday, called Things Change Fast. And I'll, and I'll get to that in a moment. But a couple of other things of national news. Elon Musk is back in the news at Twitter. Because it turns out that, you know, Elon's been uh, through these two reporters, Matt Taibbi and, and Barry Weiss, and they're both liberals, folks. These two reporters are getting all of these Twitter files that Elon Musk is releasing. Well, it turns out somebody within Twitter was sort of suppressing the release of those Twitter files. Because, we, you know, we got the big release last week, and then we were supposed to get the release over the weekend. Well, it didn't happen. Well, it turns out that the central figure in the FBI um, Steele dossier scandal, lawyer, FBI lawyer Jim Baker, who resigned the FBI prior to the 2020 election and went to work for guess who? Twitter. Well, it turns out that he was through the back door suppressing the release of some of these files. Elon Musk fired him on Twitter. Well, actually, I mean, he, I'm sure he had a conversation with him because he was asked by uh, someone, what did you give Jim Baker a chance to explain himself, why he was working against you in the background? <laughs> and, uh, uh, he basically says, yeah, his explanation was, quote unquote, unconvincing. Now, there's another Elon Musk story related to um, Twitter. And it is the, you know, he's fired a lot of people, right? Because he's downsizing the company because he paid a lot of money for it. He overpaid for it. Now he's got to make it profitable, right? 
Well, he fired some janitors. The janitors don't like it. They're out protesting. They're going on strike. They went on strike. They're part of a janitor's union. you got to remember, Twitter's headquarters is in San Francisco, at least for the moment. And um, so they go on strike, and Elon just fires all of them, terminates their contract. Now, everybody's going crazy over that, and he's being sued by journalists who, or not journalists, but being sued by former Twitter employees that he fired at will, which he could, management, because their feelings are hurt. I kid you not. It's part of this story. It is, look, nobody likes getting fired. I've never liked it, and I bet you probably haven't either. But it's going to be fun to watch how all of this plays out. There's also some more Oregon news about Wyden and Merkley both announcing a scaled-back version of a River Protection Act. It's Wild and Scenic Rivers Act. They wanted to add 4,700 miles of Oregon rivers to the Wild and Scenic Rivers Act. Now, what that means is you can't do anything within a half a mile of it. No logging, no mining, no fire suppression work. Hmm. Don't we have a lot of wildfires in Oregon? Well, they compromised. They decided to scale it down to about 3,200. I'll tell you a little story about this when we come back because it's relevant to what you can expect to come out of the upcoming legislature. It's 620 in the morning. We'll be right back. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Or you can send me an email as we come back, 22 minutes past the top of the hour. You can send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Got news like the one I got from Matt about Measure 114. It's called Measure 114 Nightmare. And I'll share that with you in a moment. want to thank uh, My Power Honda. MyPowerHonda.com. Power Honda is down in Albany. Now, short drive if you're in the Salem area. They have great new and used vehicles down there. And they're one of our show sponsors. We want to thank them for doing that. As you know, Power, uh, the Power Auto Group, uh, Power GMC of GMC, uh, Buick, they sponsor the actual call-in line that, that you call in on, which is 503-589-1220, 503-589-1220. But they also specifically with the Power Honda dealership down in Albany, they sponsor this particular show. So thank them for doing that. If you're looking for a good new or used vehicle, just go online to MyPowerHonda.com. And every day they change their makeup of vehicles there so you can see what they got. My Power Honda. Matt writes this email, says, looks like the lawsuit got an injection or an injunction, rather, from a county judge. And then I heard the state of Oregon was going to undo the injunction. My question now is, how well can the injunction stand while the lawsuits 
go up into court. If the Oregon Supreme Court does away with that injunction, and they can, they can overrule it, then the bill goes into effect tonight at one minute past midnight. So he goes on to write here, I have zero faith in federal court as the judge has no clue about constitutional rights, claims magazines are not protected and a permit doesn't violate your rights. This judge in federal court has to be a political hack and doesn't care about the Constitution. And then there is the state who will try to fix Measure 114, you know, and they will make it even worse. I did hear that the idiots, as he calls them, who brought on brought us Measure 114, knows the measure is garbage. They know what they were doing. That is to strip away the rights of all law-abiding citizens and that their bigotry towards those who want to protect their families and themselves, unless their goal was to prevent criminals from being shot during a criminal act. The permit thing, I can't believe that the federal judge had no issue, no issue with it. Neither can I. Uh, if, if you can't see, Judge Immigrant, how bad that was, I don't know. By the way, apparently there's a hearing this morning at 8.30 in the morning. This is from the Oregon Firearms Federation uh, missive about all of this uh, that I will have up on the show plan at kslm.news under local podcast under political coffee. Apparently, they're going to hold a hearing at 8.30 this morning. You can't testify, but you can watch it online. So go to the Oregon Firearms Federation webpage and go to their latest alert, and you'll be able to see that yourself. All right, to the phones. Uh, we'll first, we'll uh, start first with Ron, and then we'll move to Art. Art, or Ron, actually, Ron. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to just say this right now. Measure 114 is going to make more criminals out of law-abiding citizens than all the crackheads in Portland combined. That's what they want. They don't care. Here's the second question. I don't see them arguing about in the state constitution about four different things on up. You can't put four items, the separate, you know, background check, proof, and everything else as one situation, in my opinion, based on reading Mark Gordon constitution a little bit, even though I'm down here in the California. But at the third thing is, it seems like where is, where is, uh, Canope. Where in the hell is uh, Iris and Breezy? I mean, they ain't got no bullets at all to speak. Or they're going to come in behind like Ronald McDaniel did, trying to sue for election integrity. But I will say this, ladies and gentlemen. What happened if your daughter, your granddaughter, or your wife, you go hunting or something like that, somebody, or somebody calls domestic violence at you because you separate? You got to wait two and a half months to get a firearm? Are they already trying to premeditate, my friends, that you're going to be unlawful no matter what you do, even if you're trying to defend yourself or or the weapons you do have, firearms you do have, is legal content in 49 other states. Now they want to do the Australian, New Zealand way to take away our rights in the long term. People better wake up because all you're going to do is enable the criminals, enable the drug trade, or the tra human trafficking even worse. That's all I got to say, brother. So the question I, I have is, I think the reason why they are saying 
or that, that nobody's saying anything about you can't have a constitutional amendment voted on by the people that if it changes more than one part of the Oregon Constitution. And my belief is, is that Measure 114 is not a constitutional amendment. It's statutory, which they can change all the things they want under statutory. I think that's correct. If I'm wrong, someone let me know. I think that's why, Ron. All right, let's go to uh, Art. Art, good morning. Go. Morning, hey, Art. Well, here we go. This is going to be a long ride to the Supreme Court. There is no doubt. However, we must be proactive. And if our judges want to <laughs> violate our Constitution and that state and federal, because if you read the state uh, Constitution on our gun rights, it's even stronger than the federal constitution. It is, yeah. you're right. Then right. we need to hold these judges accountable for violating their oath of office. I mean, it's about dang time that we the people put the fear of God in these judges and let them know that we will not tolerate their unethical behavior. And they're denying us our rights under the federal constitution and the state constitution. We must, must go after these activist judges who don't care about our legal rights. You're right. It's 6.30. Thanks, Art. God bless you. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Yes, Dale, I have a sore throat. I am on the road, folks. I'll be home tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow, uh, I'm not going to be live. There will be a taped interview with the entire hour with an activist who was part of an effort to successfully completely change leadership in one of Oregon's county Republican parties. It would be interesting to hear, and if you're interested in that kind of thing, you definitely need to listen to tomorrow's broadcast. We taped it a few days ago, taped it, digitally recorded it, I'm sorry. I absolutely belie my age when I say tape. Anyway, uh, I won't be live tomorrow, but it is a fascinating interview. And if you care about, you know, making sure that Republican parties, county parties in Oregon are reflecting the will of the people, and maybe you think they're not, how do you change that? He's going to explain it to you, how they changed it. That's tomorrow. All right, 503-589-1220 is a power Buick GMC talk line. Let me go to Freddie. Freddie, thanks for calling. Your thoughts today. Welcome. Uh, good morning, Jeff. I want to talk about this um, 114. Uh, I've already went through the training. It's on my, uh, it's on my military records. 
Uh, and I said, my, uh, my magazine, my ammo can on my M60 machine gun and the helicopter is 500 rounds. So I think I've had all the training that I need to buy whatever kind of weapon I want, including if there's hand grenades around, I know how to throw those too. So, um, they need to start thinking about the military guys. Those military guys are on, on our records, uh, shows yep. that we've been through a lot of training. Well, but the part that you would have to comply with is the part that's specific to Oregon law, new Oregon law, about the whole host of things. And that your military record would not show because back when you got that training in Vietnam, that law didn't just wasn't in uh, in place. So you would still have to go through some training with that. Well, and, and what know, strikes me as interesting, Freddie, is, is in, you know. Well, um, so maybe that's a point that can be made today through a legislator that sits on the Senate Judiciary Committee that's going to talk about this at 8.30 in a hearing today. Maybe they ought to start making exceptions, like for cops, like for military, sure. who passed background checks, who have a high degree of training, far more than what any, far more than what Measure 14 calls for, Freddie, Really? Maybe somebody ought to, they ought to make amendments to this thing to do that. That would be appropriate. There's a number of uh, attorneys in the judicial system that pack weapons too, you know. <laughs> you mean judges? Really? <laughs> they carry guns you in the bet. courtroom? You, you bet. <laughs> you know, those, they, uh, they, need, uh, they need to be uh, looked at also. <laughs> You know, that's something else somebody ought to bring up in a hearing, don't you think? Oh, sure. Uh, it's a great point. There's, 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 a, there's, there's more hard work walking around town than the people realize. A lot of these lawyers in the judicial system are packing weapons. Yeah, that that's, that's likely so. Thanks, uh, Freddie. <laughs> Good point. I think somebody ought to make it uh, without question. Dale writes me a text message and and said uh, even entertaining any part of 114 as legitimate is acquiring to all of it. I completely agree. I think that the entire thing is unconstitutional. Um, and I, you know, it's going to, this is my expectation is, I mean, I hate to be Debbie Downer here, but I don't think the Oregon Supreme Court's going to uphold this Harney County judge's uh, 114. I just don't see that happening. But all of it is unconstitutional. <clears throat> anyway, those points still need to be made, uh, ultimately. Dale writes an email, says, The firearms are the keys to the kingdom. Every communist has always known this. Julie writes an email, says, Jeff, I have heard tell that the sheriff walked into the American Legion post and deputized all the members this was during the Antifa height of activity in 2020. Since 114 allows law enforcement to have the larger magazines, Klamath County Sheriff deputized the farmers in the county. Just a thought. Hmm. That's interesting. That might be a way at least around the 10 magazine requirement. You just deputize a whole bunch of folks. Now, 
there's a liability to a sheriff politically for doing that, of course. I mean, it sounds interesting, but, man, that would be uh, really hard to do. By the way, Corby sent me a great piece about the – folks, did you hear this story about the – you know, wokeism is getting its comeuppance. So I guess yesterday in the U.S. Senate back in D.C., Tom Cotton, U.S. Senator from Georgia, or Georgia or – no, not, not Georgia – they're both liberal Democrats, somewhere down there in the South, uh, was getting testimony from the uh, the CEO of Kroger, who was asking Republicans for help over a particular bunch of Democrat regulations. And basically, Tom Cotton said to him, well, good luck with that in asking for Republicans help good luck with that yeah maybe a few more woke ceos need to hear that hmm? i think so by the way something else that i i do want to share with you you know freedom heating and air can keep you nice and warm and cozy in what is probably going to be a really cold winter and if your current heating and air conditioning system is just not keeping up, maybe you ought to just give them a call. They'll come out and fix it for you right away, or maybe it's time to upgrade it. They can do that, too. 503-580-1456. 503-580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. Now, I've got another email here that... Um, Corby wrote, Measure 114, so now it's okay to rape the Constitution if you have had previous training? No, that's not what he's saying. Um, I think he's making a point that there are so many holes in Measure 114, and that's something that Oregon Firearms Federation has pointed out over and over again what those holes are. And the permitting and the training and all of that is just a piece of it. It's a big piece of it, huge piece of it. By the way, another win for conservatives who support the military. Speaking of the military, yesterday the defense bill was released. This this has been negotiated now for months between Republicans and Democrats in the House and the Senate. They stripped out the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for troops. That's a big deal. Now, you can just bet that the full court press will be on to not do that because the Biden administration is still doubling down on saying, not y'all got to be vaccinated. Uh, No. We'll see uh, who wins that one. Also, remember we talked just a little bit briefly yesterday about the um, the JCPA being added to the National Defense Authorization Bill. That's what we're talking about here. This is this giveaway of Pelosi and Schumer to protect big legacy newspapers, you know, like the New York Times, the Oregonian, others, by allowing them to form a negotiating cartel and negotiate with big tech, you know, like Facebook and Twitter, places like that. Well, it turns out that because 
Mitch McConnell had, um, well, he had acquiesced to that, cut some kind of a deal. Republican caucus and the senators got together yesterday and they gave him an earful and he realized he had no support for it or virtually no support for it. Now, that's kind of a big deal. So he recanted. They're stripping it out of a bill that had absolutely nothing to do with the media. Basically, what it does is it allows big media like the New York Times, the Washington Post and others to continue to censure conservatives. The things change fast is the off piece that they put out there yesterday. Now, the judge said it's absurd. Let me say this regarding the judge's ruling. Off writes this. Of course, it's absurd to think that a train wreck could be cleaned up and operational in 30 days when the state asked for 60 days. But that's apparently of no interest to the judge. Her order would lead to crushing firearm retailers, endangering anyone with a standard magazine and outlawing the sale of most shotguns. There's more, and we'll get into that. And my quick little story about what you can expect to happen next if Wyden and Merkley's bill adding rivers. Bedford. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. I want to thank ProBioscience, this great Salem-based company that uses only Oregon-grown CBD for all-natural pain relief. You know, I sold my CBD to them when I grew hemp for CBD. And I can tell you personally, the stuff works. It is of the highest quality. Know that because I had to acquiesce to all the high standards that the Oregon Department of Agriculture put in place for how you could grow it. It is, uh, it is really good stuff, whether it's natural pain relief or it's the sleep tincture, or even some of the beauty products, or frankly, even some products that I have used on my 13-year-old Vizsla, Gracie. So, you can get a 15% discount on anything you order from their website if you use the code for the month of December, GIFT. After all, this is the Christmas season, right? So, get 15% off if you use the discount code gift go to hemp and cbd outlet.com hemp and cbd outlet.com rich writes me an email says veterans have not been trained in woke so your military training wasn't woke <laughs> that's a good point rich <laughs> uh also if i buy a lower stripped AR receiver, what will my target look like for me to show I qualify with it? And how do I get my receiver repaired? 
from being thrown at the target. <laughs> yeah, because your lower receiver is worth nothing. You can't fire anything with it. Uh, lots there. And then another email from Lead41. It says this, canceled weapons permit. If you have met the requirements for a permit, which includes training, is this the same training required for Measure 114? Question, how does Measure 114 affect the canceled weapons permit in its renewal? Don't know that. And I think the training is different. The training that I went through for concealed carry anyway, uh, didn't cover any of these things because when I went through concealed carry many years ago, none of the stuff that's in law in Oregon today that you have to be trained on was in law. So you don't worry about that. And then Led 40, Linda writes, I fail to understand why Oregon is so hell-bent on re restricting guns and how to control rivers even more. The farmers were backing Christine Drazen, and I would imagine this is one of the reasons. How long has the river control been in evidence in existence so firmly in Oregon? Is it part of the thing that Clinton tried? Yes, it is. To make like a mud puddle, a lake, and ultimately Agenda 21? Yes, that's what this is all about, and this is where you're leading. And this is my story. When I served in the legislature, I served from 1999 through 2007, the beginning of 07. I was chairman of the House Ag and Natural Resources Committee. We dealt with this issue back then in the early 2000s, where this federal legislation that Wyden and Merkley are planning to add to the National Wild Scenic Rivers Act only applies to federal land in Oregon today. Now, they got heavily criticized for it because some of the streams that they thought that they would add dry up entirely in the summer. Doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, they, they kind of had egg on their face, so they reduced it. The goal, folks, and this is what I dealt with back in the early 2000s as chairman of the committee in the House. The goal is to put restrictions on your private property because what Wyden and Merkley are talking about only applies, applies to federal land. Back when I was in the legislature, the environmental extremists wanted these regulations, in essence, taking away your private property right on a whole host of issues. They wanted it extended to all rivers. Now, it took a while to get that drawn out because they started first with, this is how they do it. It's the camels with the nose under the tent, right? This is why you have to constantly be on guard with these types of things. And with what Wyden and Merkley are considering here, it's the same thing. They're going to, you know, compromise. Instead of 4,700 miles of Oregon rivers, let's, uh, let's just reduce it to 3,200. And then in two or four years, they'll be back with, well, let's add another 4,000 miles. See how that works? They're never satisfied. They never have enough. We have to go on offense. Now, we can't do anything about federal judges who rule the way um, this judge did. Karen Immergut in Portland on Measure 114. But we can do something about the Oregon Supreme Court, who 
which will likely might again i hate to be debbie downer here but i do not see them upholding this injunction by this harney county judge we can go after them when the next one of them comes up for election and you start first by finding a good candidate and is supporting a lawyer who will who has the cojones to run against a supreme court judge because most practicing lawyers who practice in front of the high court don't want to do that they don't want to make enemies of Oregon's a small state you got to understand that Dale writes me a text message for those who voted for measure 114 then claim ignorance I have zero empathy what would a cop say your ignorance is no excuse for lawbreaking is what they'd say yeah that's right um a lot of other things going on out there and we're just not going to have time to get to them today folks guard your liberty there are people who are constantly believing and let me go to glenn right now glenn welcome to the show your thoughts today yeah it seems like our country is being divided up if you really look at it the greater oregon concept is really still on on a forward motion as well as the uh, referendum or the choosing of the counties in California for the new California, a lot of this is becoming reality. Because of all the referendums, the cities are beginning to control the United States, not the small communities, the rural. The largest landmass of the United States is is not for all of what's going on today. You might even say uh it wants to go back to the original 13 colonies with the original articles uh, within the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, like like Florida, Texas. Uh, but the only answer for it would be if, if uh, certain states would say, we're going to become the original 13. You guys want to destroy the rest of the country, destroy it, you cities. But we're gonna we're gonna come back to what we were. Join us or get out. In a sense, one fourteen is is a part of that. Would even your land be in the new Idaho, where you're at? No, um, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> the new Idaho. Imagine that extending over to my property in Lynn County. Interesting concept. Yeah, the cities run uh, the politics of America somehow. We need to change that. Winning elections is part of it. Probably why I'm on the road right now. I'll have news about that in the coming days. You just wait around. Tomorrow's a great show if you want to know how to take over the county Republican Party. See you then, folks.